for the sake of this episode, we're going to be talking about keywords. Somebody types in a keyword, how to throw a baseball. If you have a podcast that explains that your goal is for that podcast to show up on the first page of Google for the keyword or similar keywords of how to throw a baseball. What up, potty people, and welcome back to Clip. Today, I'm going to be talking about podcast SEO and web SEO. And if you don't know, uh, SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization, and it's more or less uh, how to get your podcast in front of more eyeballs. So when they type in search terms within Google, uh, your podcast or information about your podcast or your website is one of the first things that comes up for those keywords that somebody typed in. So for example, if you've got a baking podcast and you have some episodes about chocolate chip cookies, your goal is to come up on the front page of Google when someone types in how to bake the best chocolate chip cookies or something similar to that. So I'm going to be giving you some strategies today on how to get more eyeballs and more ears on your show through SEO and implementing that and some and some strategies around how that all works. But before we get into it, got to give a shout out to the sponsor this week, which is Riverside.fm. If you didn't know, Riverside is one of the best places to record remote podcasts online. You can record 4K video and high fidelity audio all from your web browser. But there's two awesome features that I want to talk about today that Riverside offers. The first is the AI-generated show notes. Record your episode in Riverside, click the button, and boom, Riverside will generate show notes for you based on your episode talking points. Super easy and high-quality show notes. Love that. Saves a lot of time. The next is the Magic Clips feature. Once you record your episode in Riverside, and if you didn't record it in Riverside, you can upload it to Riverside then Riverside's AI will go to town pulling the best clips for social media. You can uh, get vertical clips, square clips, landscape clips for YouTube, whatever you need. And their AI is going to pull some awesome clips. You can then tweak them or just use them as is and uh, post those clips on your social channels. So Riverside.fm is the URL. And if you're yet to sign up for a Riverside account, enter promo code CLIPPED at checkout and you'll get 20% off. So, podcast SEO and web SEO, let's give it a go. For the sake of this episode, we're going to be talking about keywords. If somebody types in a keyword, how to throw a baseball. If you have a podcast that explains that your goal is for that podcast to show up on the first page of Google for the keyword or similar keywords of how to throw a baseball. The way that you do that is that you're going to look for keywords. And I'm going to show you in a minute the various websites you can go to see what keywords are easy to rank for or difficult to rank for. But you want to find keywords pertaining to your podcast that are essentially low competition, but high volume. And what I mean by that is... If you type in a keyword, how to make an Italian sandwich, chances are over the last several decades, there's been thousands, tens of thousands of articles or videos and some podcasts all about how to make an Italian sandwich. 
Thus, your competition is going to be really high because you're going to be key, uh, competing with years and years of people making content about Italian sandwiches. And so it's going to be harder to rank for those keywords. And the goal is to find keywords that have low competition that people haven't been writing about for decades and decades or podcasting about. And they do exist. You'd be surprised. You think like everything has been covered under the sun. Maybe to some extent, but there's going to be things like, you know, you type in like NFL or you have, you want to do a, a blog or podcast about NFL. It's going to be nearly impossible to get on the front page of Google for that because the NFL is going to have capitalized on that and all the NFL affiliates and NFL marketing people and, and talk shows and this and that. So it's going to be nearly impossible to rank for. But um, there are going to be things, and I guarantee you things in your niche um, that haven't been covered in detail in written content and audio content or in YouTube content. Um, and so your goal is to find those. Find those low competition keywords, but that have high search volume. That's the kicker. So you're going to find something that people are searching for a lot, but that hasn't been covered in audio, in written content, or in video. And it can be a little tricky and your, your head's probably spinning like, how can I find something that people are searching for a ton, but that hasn't been covered that much in the online world? And it's possible. And there's several tools um, that you can use. There's a lot of tools. I'm just going to give you three because uh, they can, these tools can get expensive. For example, I use a website called Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S. And within that, I can type in a phrase, like I just mentioned, how to throw a baseball, and it'll tell me the difficulty of, of trying to rank for that on a scale from one to 100. You know, like for conversation's sake, I'd have to double check this, but anything under like a 10 is super easy to rank for. And chances are, if you do a podcast based around those keywords, um, it will show up on the front page of Google. Then there's like medium, maybe uh, the difficulty score is like a 30. Um, and that's going to be a little bit more challenging to rank for and then hard. And that could be like a 70. And that's like super hard to rank for because it's been covered so many times by so many um, sites or people that have authority uh, in the space. And the first site that you can use to find keywords that have low competition but high volume is Google Trends. So go to Google Trends. This is a free tool. You can see what uh, people are searching for on Google. It'll show you like a history of, you know, over the past three months, over the past six months, over the past year, uh, how many people typed in how to throw a baseball or throw a baseball or some iteration of, of that phrase. And um, it's free. And so that's awesome. You can get an idea of like, is the podcast topic I want to uh, podcast about being being searched for? And the goal with this isn't to like stutter your creativity. In every podcast that you do, you need to research the keywords and only make content around keywords that have uh, high search volume and low competition. But I will challenge you, if you want to grow, I think you should incorporate some kind of strategy around this technique because it's going to help you get fresh ears and eyeballs on your show and that's going to propel some of your growth. And so that's Google Trends. The next one is SEM Rush. SEM Rush. I don't know how to pronounce it exactly, but this is a big one. This is going to give you a lot more information than Google Trends. The caveat here is that it's expensive. It's really expensive. But 
It has a seven-day free trial. And so you can actually get all the features within that seven-day free trial. And what I would recommend you do, unless you want to pay for it, is write down some of those keywords and write down how difficult it's going to be and what the search volume is. If it's, you know, a thousand people a month month are searching for how to throw a baseball or a hundred thousand people a month uh, are, are searching for how to throw a baseball and kind of see, play around with it, put some keywords in for some episode ideas and see where like you might be able to stand within Google uh, if, if you create content around those keywords. That's SEM Rush. Use the free trial. If you're really loving it or you have a budget for your show or you're already sort of established and you can afford the money, then um, do that and, and continue using it for a couple months, six months, whatever it is. And so that way you can continue to... Um, get episode ideas. The next one is Uber Suggest, and that's Uber as in like Uber, like the car service, although it has nothing to do with the car service. It's ubersuggest.com, and this was created by Neil Patel. I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with him. He's like a digital marketer, huge, like multi-million dollar company around SEO and digital marketing. Um, and you can get several free, I don't know if it's in a 24-hour period, I think it is, I'd have to double check, but you can type in some keywords and get the information about them. Um, of course, there's paid plans, but you can use like the free um, keyword searches. And that's Uber Suggest, uh, also a great site. Going to give you a lot of information about what's on the web and how hard it's going to be to compete with. This is the part where I want to talk about written content as it pertains to your podcast. So. Let's use the how to throw a baseball example. So let's say you did an, a podcast on that. I think it's a lot easier. And this is based on my experience because I'm going to be honest with you. My website gets around six to 8,000 um, hits per month. And the podcast only gets maybe 600 to 700 downloads per month. And so my online um, website presence is way bigger than the podcast. And I owe that to um, blogging about podcast topics. And the way I go about this, and I, I really suggest you do this. I know this is a show about podcasting. Most of you are podcasters and you're maybe like, I don't want to start writing. That's like a whole other thing. But I challenge you to start to really put a lot more time into your show notes and then also use the episode that you created, whether it's audio or video, and turn that into written content. And my website is full of that. I have a podcast on like the best microphones. And then I'll get that transcribed. And then I'll create an article about the best podcast microphones. And I'll post that as a blog on the website. And this is going to be great for two reasons, a couple reasons. One, you're going to have audio content. You're going to, if you film your show, you're going to have video content and you're going to have written content on the web. That's going to give you three times the chance to rank for a specific keyword. And it sounds like a lot of work. Now you've got to film or just record audio and then you've got to write an article. But here's the way to do it. After you record the podcast, get it transcribed. And then from the transcription, create an article. And honestly, you could use ChatGPT or some kind of AI tool where you copy paste the transcript and prompt it to create an article for you on the transcript. And you can also tell it this episode is about how to throw a baseball. So I, I need you to weave in the key phrase how to throw a baseball throughout the blog post. And I don't recommend you just verbatim copy paste what ChatGPT gives you, but pasting the transcript in there 
And then having it spit out like a first draft of an article around how to throw a baseball is going to get you, I don't know, 70% of the way there. Then you can go through it. You're going to want to add your personal touch. You're going to want to put links in there to your website, to to other pages on your website or affiliate links, whatever it may be. You're going to want to customize it is my point. Put it in your own words, change the copy, format it in a way that looks great, that flows structurally. And then you're going to post that on your site. And now boom, you're going to be able to rank for the written content. Written content is much easier to rank. Google can index that, that written copy much faster than it can index audio and Google can index audio. So if you do have a podcast about it, it can come up. But it's my understanding and through my experience that uh, Google does a much better and faster job of indexing uh, written content. And when I say indexing, that just means that the Google algorithm is going to scan your blog and it's going to realize that it is relative to the term how to throw a baseball and it's going to put you in the search results for people searching how to throw a baseball or some version of how to throw a baseball. And you also want to do this for your show notes. So within your show notes, if you did an episode on how to throw a baseball, I would make sure to write high quality show notes, several hundred words, I'd say minimum of 300 words, probably five to 600 words is better where you're highlighting the main talking points of the episode and you're weaving in that key phrase, how to throw a baseball, um, and you can do this with AI to help give you a head start. Like I mentioned with ChatGPT, copy paste the transcript. Hey, I need podcast show notes. Structure them like so with an intro paragraph, a body paragraph, bullet points. And I need you to weave in the keyword how to throw a baseball. And then you're going to want to also put that on your website. And you're going to want to make sure that that's different from your blog to some degree, you don't want it to, to be identical copy. Then you're going to have the show notes to rank for, the, the blog to rank for, the audio podcast to rank for. And if it's video, video as well. And Google owns YouTube. So that's even more chances to get that content uh, in front of people on Google and come up in search results. Honestly, I've been doing this for probably like a year where I transcribe it and then I repurpose into written content. And like I mentioned, my website gets like 6,000 to 8,000 views a month. And I got to be honest, it's been a lot easier to grow that than to grow the podcast. And I know you're a podcaster. I don't know if you want to become a writer, but I'm telling you, incorporating this strategy and that adding that written component is really going to help you grow faster. And it might not necessarily grow the podcast itself, but here is where it's going to be like amazing and you're going to reap the benefits. So let's say, we're, let's stay on this baseball example. I made this up, but I like it. So let's say um, you, your podcast is all about baseball, baseball techniques, hitting, pitching, fielding, maybe even sprinkle in news about what's happen, happening in the MLB or or college baseball, and that's coupled with tutorials about um, baseball. And so let's say you also have some kind of course that you sell on how to perfect like your hitting form or your pitching form. Well, chances are you're selling that on your website among other places, but because you're now incorporating written content and your website's getting more hits... Now you're going to get more inquiries about your course that you're selling online because there's thousands of people going to your website and seeing your offerings. So if you're a service provider, this is a really good idea to generate more leads. 
let's say you do uh, like you baseball coaching or, or uh, tutoring, not tutoring, but like uh, like you're a pitching coach or a hitting coach in your hometown for like high school kids and you have that on your website and now you're driving so much more traffic to your website, people are seeing that, they're inquiring those leads Eventually, some of them will turn into conversions. Uh, that depends on your sales technique and pricing and, and all that. But you're going to get those leads and more eyes on your service. And in this case, you're kind of using the podcast as a lead generation for the services that you provide. And then that written content's coming up in Google. And all this effort and all the audio, the video, the written um, is going to drive people to your website and you're going to get those leads and then you're going to make more sales eventually. And in my opinion, with written, it works way better. And and that's a personal testimonial, but also I know how SEO works with Google and uh, it's going to grow faster. You're going to, after like three, four months, you're not going to see much growth. Come six months, you're, you're going to see it on the up and up. After a year, year and a half of doing this, and if you do it correctly, chances are, you're going to see your traffic double, triple, 10x. Um, I remember when I first started, I was getting maybe 60 views a month on the website without really doing anything, just kind of talking about it on social. Hey, go to my website. Or I didn't even have the podcast. I don't even know how I was even getting 60 views a month. But um, slowly it started going up. And I remember when I would had like 300 a month. And then I remembered like when I hit my first like 1,000 visitors a month and now it's like 6,000 to 8,000 and I'll look on Google Analytics every day. Some days there'll be like 150 visitors. Some days there'll be upwards of 500 visitors, 200 visitors, somewhere in that range. And so it's exciting. And I see people going to my site. I'm getting more inquiry, inquiries. I'm getting more inquiries about how... Um, about people wanting to work together. Hey, I'm starting a podcast or I already have a podcast for my business. We need help with X, Y, and Z and a lot more discovery calls. And so that's social proof, but also knowing that Google prefers written content. I know that this is going to help you over time. and It is a grind, but surely, but slowly, you'll see the benefits of SEO. Also, if you have affiliate links, like maybe on your site, you link to like baseball gloves, baseballs, bats, cleats, whatever it is. Now you're getting more traffic to that website and people are clicking those links and you're going to start to make a little bit of money from your affiliates. I remember when I first made like $12 a month from affiliate sales and how that has, you know, quadrupled or even more than that now. And it's all because of the website of uh, people clicking on my links within my written content. So if you're an affiliate marketer, it's going to be huge for that as well. People can't click on a link in a podcast, but they can see the link in your show notes, in your YouTube description, and on your website. Let's also talk about podcast titling um, because you're going to also want to weave those keywords or that keyword into the podcast title. So if it's like how to throw a baseball, then name your podcast, that episode, how to throw a baseball. That's also a big thing that's going to help you with Google, but also with Apple and Spotify. There's no tool that I'm aware of right now where you can see low competition, high volume search phrases within like Apple and Spotify when people are typing in a podcast that they want to hear, how to throw a baseball. Like if you type that into Apple or Spotify right now, we don't know how popular that term is and how much, how many podcasts already exist covering that. So how much competition there is. But all that being said, you're going to want to title your podcast episodes uh, with the exact key phrase or a similar version uh, of that keyword or that key phrase that you're creating the content about. 
So that's going to give you, you know, an SEO optimized podcast title, which is going to help in the search results within podcast apps, also with YouTube and with the written content. And so you're, the goal is you're creating this ecosystem around those keywords or that keyword, and you've got so many pieces of content, your, your content on that episode, on that topic, on that article, it's going to over time get like noticed as favorable by Google and you're going to get pushed up in the rankings. You've typed something into Google. You only really look at like the top three or four search results and then you pick one. And so you want your podcast to at least come up in the top 10. The top 10 is the first page. Um, but slowly you want your podcast and content surrounding your podcast, that whole ecosystem to start to capitalize in the top results for Google search. And two other things I want to hit you with before I close is that it depends on your strategy, but you're not going to do every episode or every blog um, based around low competition, high search volume keywords. However, I suggest that at least a chunk of them, if you do a weekly episode, let's call it four episodes a month, I would at least do two. And I don't want to put you in a box around like the type of creativity or the type of content you create, but you might as well get a reward for the work that you're doing and put in that research ahead of time to find out what people want to hear and what people are looking for. And then you can create content around those keywords so that people actually see and hear your content. I think it's going to be huge. And of course, you can trail off a little bit and just create from the heart or a topic that you want to discuss one week on the podcast. But if you want to turn this into a business and start to make money and start to grow and really like blow it up, you're going to have to do more than just publishing an episode. You're going to have to put in the research and the time um, and properly strategize how to get that content in front of the most people possible. Because people are searching for stuff and you want to help them. You want to be the guy or girl or they or them that uh, is providing the answers to those questions or the solutions to those problems that they're typing in. So I highly recommend you incorporate this and the extent to which you incorporate it is up to you, but that's some food for thought. So really, um, really give that a go. And I think slowly, it takes time, but you will start to reap uh, the benefits of doing that research and, and putting in that time. Because when you make data-driven choices, you kind of have a baseline or a benchmark of like, oh, this worked, that didn't work. So I'm going to focus more on this. There's more people looking for this. More people want answers to this. And so you can start to see, instead of just throwing things up and seeing what sticks, you can actually have like numbers to go off of. And the math never lies. So that's it, guys. The three sites to check out are Google Trends, Uber Suggest, and SEM Rush. And if you don't like any of those, head on over to Google and just type in keyword research tool. And there's probably like a dozen of them that'll come up. They all kind of function similarly. I've used a handful of similar, similar, they, they're all very similar in the way that they function. I've used a handful of them. There's also Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S. That's what I use. But pick one, see how it works, see if they have a free trial, see if it's cheap monthly, and that'll give you plenty of options to start doing your keyword research. Take the time to create that written content. It's only going to benefit you. And with your transcription and with a little bit of help from AI, it shouldn't be that difficult to start writing about keywords that you also podcasted about. You're going to get more eyes on your written copy that's my opinion and based off my anecdotal data. So do it. Check it out. Give it a shot. 
it's more effort, but I think the reward will be bigger in the long run. So that's it for me today, guys. I am signing off. So head on over to my website, check out the blog, thepodcasthaven.com slash blog, and you can see the way that uh, I like to write my articles. So keep listening, guys. Keep engaging and keep creating. I'm out.